Hey everybody, this is Ray Renati. Ray Renati, your girl Ray Ray, and this is Wave Radio. And this is my green room. Some quick business. I'm directing a play called Raptured by Neva Hutchinson. It's opening on October 26th and closing on November 3rd at the Phoenix Theater in San Francisco. Come out and see it. Get your tickets at the Phoenix Theater website or on brown paper tickets. Okay, let's get this show on the road. Hey, folks, how you doing? You've made it. You found the green room on Green Room Radio. And this is your host, Ray Renati, or your girl, Ray Ray. It's up to you. Call me whatever you want. I don't care. I'm flexible. You can call me Ray, or you can call me Jay, or you can call me John. Remember that guy? If you're old, you remember him. If you're not old, you have no idea why I said that. I had a great time talking to this guest. His name is Muggsy Brady. He's a hot, a hot, a hot, let me say that again, a hot hip-hop artist down from Sydney, Australia, down under, kangaroo land. He raps, hip-hops. Are those the same? I don't know. I'm old. I love it, though. I listen to his music. It's on the Facebook Really good stuff. He got his inspiration from Eminem when he was a young dude. You know, if you want to see his uh, website, he actually uses Facebook for his website. All you have to do is go to facebook.com forward slash, forward slash official Mugsy. That's official Mugsy, M-U-G-Z-Y. Click on band profile and you can hear a whole bunch of his music right there on on the Facebook. Wow, I didn't know you could do that. He's also <clears throat> all over, excuse me, all over all kinds of uh, other pl- places on the various internets. He's on Twitter, he's on YouTube, Instagram, he's on SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, etc., etc. You can get all that from his Facebook page, Official Muggsy, Official Muggsy. We had a great conversation, a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy it, yo. That's my hip-hop. That's me trying to be hip-hop. Yo, 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 yo. Be digging this on conversation we had, yo. All right. Enough of that. On with the show. Yeah, like, even if you want to ask me the cliches, man, you know, about, about Australia and uh, I don't know, what, what's what's... What's the cliches? I've always heard, do you ride kangaroos to work? I'll be like, nah, man, we don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so just ask me whatever you yeah, feel do like, Do you know man. Crocodile Dundee? Uh, uh, yeah, I get that all the time. Like, yeah. my my dad, man, scolded me. Like, you, you know, like when I visited him, he, he tried to scold me the other day because uh, Paul Hogan was one of the ones before he was famous, built, you know, the Harbour Bridge was like a part of it. And um, they had something on the news about, oh, you know, celebrating Paul Hogan and doing the Harbour Bridge and, like, like labeling it something with, to do with him. And I said, what, what does Paul Hogan have to do with it? And he's like, just get out, honestly. Get, and I was like, no, no, seriously, like, what, what happened? And he's like, he was the one that helped build, like, the Harbour Bridge. And I said, oh, crap, I didn't know that. Like, damn, like, bad Australian much. 
you know. <laughs> so Paul yeah. Hogan was he was a construction guy or he designed it? Yeah, he was a construction guy. So like yeah. before he was um yeah, like the world crocodile dundee in acting, he would do these little construction jobs and stuff, um, whatever he could to fund his career and hey, then the crocodile however crocodile dundee happened um i don't know the the story but they made a tv show about him um about his origins and stuff over here uh, a few months back and we got to get an intake of his little past life before uh. he was superstar yeah i think <clears throat> i remember reading that he was in construction well that explains the tan and the rippled muscles <laughs> uh, at least when he was younger i guess in his 40s when he first got famous yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, I've lived here my whole life, so I don't, I don't know if I sound too much like him or uh, whatever the case may be. See, the, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still got it. Like, still got the gritty nasaliness in the in the voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, Muggsy, yeah. tell me about what you do. Yeah, man. So I'm 27. I started hip hop music when I was like. 14 yeah about late 14 early 15 and uh you you know i I, that was the early thousands era man and i remember just being as a teenager just so like you know consumed by by wanting to be like a part of the culture i remember looking at these guys like you know eminem obviously being cliche being a white boy and stuff yeah but uh you know 50 cent dr dre and I, i i still reckon to this day it was like one of the best eras um, for the marketing and just I remember being in movies, BT, VH1, uh, you know, clothes, fashion, it was just everywhere and um, before I came into hip-hop, man, I didn't really have an identity so uh, I, I guess, you know, I, I used to get punked, like picked and bullied on a lot which, um, you know, it was a bad time for my, my family, man, because it, it was sort of as a teenager, and I can see it in them now, like when they go through a depression sort of stage, they can't really sense the future of this is going to be a better step. Um, things are going to get better. They kind of think in the now, and that's why it causes like suicidal thoughts and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I was just like, why not just switch myself off? And and, um, and then that's when I got into, you know, the whole like hip hop kind of field. Like I, I remember just obviously listening to these guys and, um, I just thought, like, let me try and do the whole rhyming thing. But at first, I, I guess you, you could say I, I did the corny route. I tried to follow what Eminem did with that whole twisted mindset sort of lyrics. But then when I started researching more about what, where the culture came from and, the, the you know, these pioneer guys saying, like, you, you got to find your own identity. You can't really follow in someone else's footstep. It looks frowned upon in it then. I started learning about my story, which was, you know, like depression and why I wanted to make it in the culture. And, and um, yeah, like just from, from day one, man, um, till now, I've done incredible things, led me onto acting work, youth work and uh, people that I thought I'd never meet. And it's it's been one hell of a journey, man. So that's kind of like my little origin story. So hip hop <laughs> saved you and uh, put yeah, you on man. the road that you that you feel like you yourself in then, sounds like. Yeah, 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 basically, man, it's uh, carved me kind of into the person I am today, which is crazy because I thought it was just my little world, but majority of the people that see me now, like, know, like, e- even if they don't know my music, they know I'm associated with it somehow. Um, they're just like, maybe it's a buzz going around, or who knows, because I 
you know, when I just go to the shops, get a, like a bottle of milk or something, or, you know, like a can of coffee, they're just like, yeah, that's the hip hop dude right there. And I'm just like, all right. You know, but I always get to the young teenagers now saying, you know, like, have you checked out, um, I don't know, 6 9 or a little pump or something? I'm like, nah, like, you know, like, you know, put in a Rock Kim album, you know, put, put in a Wu Tang album. I don't, I don't listen to that. So it's like you, you still have the generation difference, but. Uh, it's all good, man. It's all yeah. good. So, yeah. so Eminem was a, uh, a big influence on you uh, 10, 12, 13, 14 years ago? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I still reckon to this day, man, uh, like his best album was the Marshall Mathers LP 1. Uh, obviously, he, he's, uh, he's more matured now as an artist, but I, I feel that... Uh, I wouldn't say he's had his time, but I mean, when when I see him do the like, you know, the 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 rap thing on Trump, and uh, I'm not much of a political guy, man, so, but I'm just saying like the Trump thing, and then songs with like Ed Sheeran and like rapping about a girl that's left him or something. It's I don't know. I, I came from the the era of like Eminem being like you know slitting your wife's throat, and chucking her in the back of the boot, and and you know real twisted lyrics, and now it's like. You know, rap, rapping about some girl leaving you. I it's just, it's its corny. I man. agree. Like, I loved yeah. his old stuff. I used to listen to it all the time because you could tell it was just what was inside of him, you know? His own story and his own pain and his own life in the music. Yeah. And and you could, yeah. every time you heard him sing it, it was just, damn, this is good. <laughs> yeah, mean, he, was, he was damn good back then. Yeah, like he, you know, he had um, some inspirational songs too back then, like, you know, Lose Yourself the Way I Am mm-hmm. or all that, you know, Clean Out My Clothes. But they had this, like, this, exactly what he said, this raw, like, grittiness, like this this persona of him, of just like, damn, this is, this is just so raw. And, and, and like, now when he's trying to do the, you know, the meaningful kind of, like, songs, it's, it doesn't really hit the factors anymore because, I don't know, maybe... It, uh, I, I can't put my, my finger on it, man, but something's just different. Like, it, he's not really the M that we really knew anymore. Maybe he's more matured and he can't really do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, he's in his, what, 40s now or something. But, like, I don't know. I, I think, you know, you, you've got, maybe you go to acting or something. You've got enough money, man. Um, it's just, yeah, we're, we're not going to get the same M, man. I don't know. I don't know. It seems to happen to a lot of artists, you know, like I think of Eddie Murphy, the same thing. I mean, the beginning, he was so raw and hilarious. You know who Eddie Murphy is, right? The comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, of course. <laughs> and then, and then, and now whatever he does, he seems like he's just phoning it in. And, uh, and you know what he's capable of, but he just, for some reason, he just doesn't want to do it. And, uh, yeah, it's disappointing. I, I think, I- I think with Eddie, man, um, like especially the comedy field, it's so touchy now compared to what it was. Like, yeah. it's, it's just like, yeah, it's so sugar coated down that um, I feel that comedy's like a bit stale now, man. You know, like I, I remember I, I could flick on a movie. Well, I was born in '91, but I'm I'm still talking about like I could flick on the '80s movies and '90s movies and stuff, and like the comedy is just pure gold. And then. Like now, I flick on a comedy movie or go to the the cinemas and watch it, and all it is there's two categories. There's one it'll be just like grandma jokes or like sex jokes, man, and it's like there's no wide range with some of these comedians, and I, I just feel that the 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 market for it is lacking, man. It's so stale. Um, it, it's I, I like comedy where it's it's kind of 
it's it's unexpected. It's not like like a pie in the face kind of thing. It's it's where it's like like for example, there there was a scene in that new Dumb and Dumber movie with uh, uh, the Dumb and Dumber Two and. Jim Carrey's on the on the phone to I think like his future daughter or something, and he's losing um, uh, reception, and, and he's like, "Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?" And then like next minute, flicks to he's saying he's like way up in this tree, like like right up in the sky, and I, I was just like, "That is just so random, like that it just works." And yeah, I, I love that really unexpected comedy that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, yeah, Jim yeah. Carrey, Steve Martin, those guys—they were the masters. They're the masters at that stuff. The modern day masters, you know. Yeah, loved every minute of them. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of and and they learned a lot from old dudes like Jack Benny. You know, uh, Milton Burrow, these guys from the thirties oh, yeah. and forties. I mean, the the uh, the vaudevillian guys. They're they're really yeah. in that tradition, and but and I love it, it. Yeah, and you see that time, man. Like of of those dudes, and it's so like they will never get away with stuff like that now. Like that that is just the stuff there 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 they were like the comedy about was just oh like it's a different world, man. It uh, is, uh, uh, you know, but. Uh, I don't know, better for the good, who knows, but uh, I just hope that uh, we're, you know, with hip-hop for me, like, uh, instead of the comedy for me, with hip-hop for me, I hope it comes back to the days of, like, the Rakims and the, you know, DMXs and the Nas's, man. I'm sick of seeing the six nines and stuff on the TV, man. Corny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. really know a lot about the newer hip-hop, and I, I think it's because... Like you say, I I kind of lost interest when people started singing about stuff that didn't really, I didn't really start. I didn't feel that it was coming from their heart um, anymore. Yeah, and they were just trying to be clever, and I, clever doesn't really interest me in the long yeah. run. I, I, uh, I, I want to see. I want with hip hop. I want to see through a person. I want to see what's going on inside. Yeah, like that. That's uh, that's interesting you say that, man. I was thinking of that the other night. Like I feel that either. You know, the now it's like the the music's too dry, which is like either the mumble rap thing or or whatever. There's not much um, uh, stability in it. Um, it's like substance, or um, you know, they try and you know be very vocabulary like rhyming. But the, like at the end of the at the end of the four minute song, you think, what did you just preach or what did you just tell? Because they use all these metaphors and big you know dictionary words and stuff and it's kind of like well you know keep it as keep it cool but keep it simple like for example um like like how you know biggie did it where where it's like it's all a dream i used to read word up magazine salt pepper heavy d up in the limousine like that is painting a pitch like that like that's simple but it's still cool and it's like it's painting a picture into like his life compared to like Stratosaurus, enormous. I'm a, I'm a, you know, like, and it's like these big words. And at the end of the song, you're just thinking, what are you talking about, man? Like, I didn't even understand one word of that, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm still preaching again, man. But like, I just wish okay. back in time. Yeah, <laughs> preach, preach away. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, what about your acting? What have you done with acting? You said yeah, you've that, done some was, acting. Yeah, that was crazy, man. So I. uh 
you know, from 14 to 2013, uh, I was just doing music, you know, nonstop, whether it be writing, recording and performing. And, uh, I, 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 you know, music was coming a bit stale. Like, I, I loved it, but I, I just didn't want to jump into the same loop of just doing this nonstop. I wanted to see if there was another form of entertainment out there. And um, I just thought, why not give acting a try? And I never studied it, never... Um, trained in and, and, and stuff and I remember I started with like little commercials at first where it'd be like a little extra in the background and then later on um, you know I just I use a site called Star Now it's kind of like a uh, I'm not sure if it's over there in America man but over here in Australia it's like where a lot of actors find their acting work and made a profile just you know like apply to as many you know positions as possible and a lot of directors and stuff like my my pictures and, and um, they started getting back to me and started giving me roles in these independent films and um, extras in these films and uh, so far I've done 70 71 parts man whether it be acting extras or featured roles man and I think a lot a lot of the the you know the ones that have studied in it or trained in it get a bit annoyed because I, it's like you know they, they, they <laughs> when I get a script <laughs> It's like, yeah, Muggsy, read the script. I read the script, come down the next day, you know, just like just wing it basically, whether, whether it be, I don't know, like whatever the random character will be. And I'll, I'll be in a line with, you know, these ones that try and do it so professionally, like, oh, what, how do you like this intake or how do you like this? I'm like, oh, we're not feeling that, Muggsy, how do you go? I'm like, oh, yeah, so, uh, in, the, in this stream, they're like, we like it, we like it because it's so casual, it's so plain Jane that. <laughs> yeah, you know, just, yeah. I've had some roles, man, where like I give a credit to the professionals, man. Like, uh, like that, I've had roles where I'd either have to be like a murderer or, um, like I think my hardest one was uh, an abusive boyfriend. I remember, I remember that was pretty hard to do, like get on top of the girl and start, you know, wailing into her. Um, yeah. So then that's where I can see where they get the training from, man. Because when he told me the role. When I was there, he didn't, he didn't tell me on the star now thing. He just said, come down, we'll give you a shot and stuff. And I said, all right, cool, go down there, full, tell me the role. I'm like, damn, man, like, not really that prepared for this, but why not? If it's a step closer to my career, why, why not, you know? So yeah. acting's, acting's fun, man. Acting's a, a whole lot of fun, but um, my fans need new music, man, because they're just, yeah, like, they're, it's been too long, man. It's 2013 till now, like, it's just been... Yeah, non-stop acting. So I've kind of like the Australian Mark Wahlberg in a way, man. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Um, were you in Quite Frankly? Is that you? <laughs> yeah, probably like the the Australian version, man. It's like it's like I'm um, Muggsy Mugs, and then like I'm now like the new, you know, <laughs> like the new actor or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. So and you work with kids too? Would you say you, uh, you work with youth? Yeah, teenagers, man. So. Uh, I work for a company called Mad, Mad Musicians Making a Difference. So, uh, you know, when I was starting off in my, you know, like my little rap journey, I remember I had this rap demo and uh, they li- their, their office is about 30 minute drive for me. And I was still in high school at the time and I remember catching a bus just into the, the little town where, where, they, where they're located. And uh, I walked past and they had all these hip hop posters and, and, and graffiti, like, portraits and stuff on their on their office walls and i thought it was an indie record label at first and uh, I, w- I walked in and uh, i said you know i'm trying to start a career can you you know check out my stuff and they they said you know we're a youth organization but um 
we deal with a lot of hip hop programs, whether it be writing or or performing and that sort of stuff. And um, so I did a few programs with him, like learning how to record better in a studio and more skills with performing on the mic. And when I got more older, they saw what I was doing in my solo career. They said, Muggsy, why don't you just come on board and, and be like a volunteer mentor at first and then later on a position and stuff. So, yeah, I'm kind of like the um, the OG in a sense, man, because I come in now and like the Obi-Wan Kenobi because I come in and it's sort of... Uh, I, I grew up when they were first starting out to what they are now that, you know, I'm sort of like, yeah, when I come in, I was like, I saw you guys from day one and now you are onto bigger and better things. Um, so, yeah, we, we kind of help teenagers who either have, you know, depression, drug abuse, homeless and stuff. And if they, you know, and we sort of have these, uh, I guess you could say programs or classes to, you know, sort of get them out of that that hurdle man and like try and make a difference in, in their life which is like if they you know we we sort of like we also have you know camps where it's like hip-hop based where they you know they, they spend like three days or four days down at like this sort of like remote area and they they do like a lot of basketball hip-hop progress or graffiti and djing and all that and uh everything's paid for and stuff and yeah, we, we do like a lot of stuff now, man. It's 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 uh, pretty pretty well, that's good. That's good. And yeah. that you're uh, doing that. I'm looking at their website here. It seems like they're doing a lot of good stuff. And it's yeah, all yeah. it's all music related. Is that right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, they're involved with uh, Sony and stuff now to mm-hmm. do some of their mentoring programs. And uh, you know, they they've had like little celeb 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 guests come in. Like I think. Uh, uh kelly Rowland was like one of them that came in recently or something and i wasn't there for that one man but um yeah like, i was i wasn't mad about it. i like kelly but if it was alicia keys i would have been pretty pissed off like that that <laughs> idea to get caught in because she's like my favorite singer man yeah yeah, yeah she's great she's mm. great and do you um do you have a website people can go to or something where we can uh, hear some of your music or yeah, my number one platform I use, man, is Muggsy on Facebook. So okay. you can just pin Muggsy, M-U-G-Z-Y. It's got my band profile, YouTube, Twitter, like literally everything attached into the one place. Saves you searching it individually. And, um, yeah, it keeps you up to updates with interviews and, like, the new album and, and everything, man. So Muggsy on Facebook, that's where, right. where you can find me at. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it right now. I just plugged in M-U-G-Z-Y and uh, yeah. there's your Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, first one to come up, man. So I'm I'm pretty happy about that. Cause yeah. I had a, bit of a technical difficulty with Facebook trying to like you know fire you know get rid of my name and put put it out. I think someone else took the monkey name and I was trying to search who it was and it was like some cafe that wasn't active for like four years or something. I was like, damn man, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm. Oh, you got some cool pictures here with. Uh, I won't. I won't even say who with. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Cool. Uh, it, was, it was a shame, man, that she she didn't remember me because, like, last, last like the one that we're referring to on this interview, yeah, last year, yeah, uh, I met her, and she's like, "What's your name?" And I said, "I said Muggsy." And she's like, "I work with a Muggsy on in Las Vegas, but he wasn't as cute as you." And I was like, "Oh, that, that's nice." Well, that's and good. then like, and then like next year. Um, I said, yeah, I met you last year. And she didn't remember who I was. I was like, oh, damn, cut straight to the heart. You know? uh, yeah, no, well, you know, they meet so many people, they forget. Except, <laughs> except I heard Muhammad Ali never forget a never forgot a face, never forgot a really? name. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Uh, what, like, 
what's that, every fan or something or like like every like number one that he would have a confrontation with like he would just remember in the, like the next time they met or something yeah Wow. So you Chuck Norris, you know Chuck Norris? You had a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I got I got to meet him, man, um, which was uh, was pretty cool. You know, like at one of the cons down here, we have like a little small Comic Con sort of thing, and I go, mate, I go once a year to like wind down and get away from music for a bit. Yeah. I gotta have that culture geek side to me in a sense, man. And cool. uh, yeah, like I um, I got to meet Chuck Norris and I, I walked in and he stood and he looked at the camera guy and he said, "Man, this dude has more swag than me." And I was just like, oh, that's "Right on." <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty dope coming from Chuck Norris, you know. So, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think we should probably wrap up. It's been really good uh, talking to you. I will put your uh, links and stuff in the notes. You know, mm-hmm. your Facebook page and a link to the. Um, to the what's it called? Uh, ah, musicians making a difference. This is great stuff. Wow. Ah, oh, appreciate, it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It def- definitely, man. And yeah, thanks so much for doing the interview, man. It, it was a lot of fun and a lot of laughs, man. I definitely keep in touch, and you have another su- supporter and fan here in Australia, man. So thanks, yeah, it Muzzy. Can't, yeah, it can't be too wrong about that, man. You know, so another crocodile Dundee, Hugh Jackman. So. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we can definitely hear some of your music if we go to your Facebook page. Yeah, man. Okay. So if you just type Muggsy M-U-G-Z-Y, scroll down to where it says band profile on the uh, the left. I think it's your guy's right, and it literally comes up. Everything comes up. Oh, well, listen to that. There you are, right there. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> oh, this is cool. I did not know you could do this in Facebook. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the little um, MySpace days, man. When you have your like your own little band profile and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it, man, for sure. And Excellent. it's kind of got like, yeah, your little updates, your pictures, and there's like business stuff, you know, where it's like you can sell stuff on there. So I got to get like everything more uh, up to date, man. But yeah, I'm just um, I'm slacking a bit. I've got too many opportunities coming up. You good. Know? Well, good for you. Cheers, <laughs> man. Well, thanks a lot for. Uh... Taking some time. Appreciate nah, it. Most, most definitely, man. You know, it's probably night time for you guys over there. So, um, yeah, man, like, definitely have some sleep and enjoy the next of your day, which is my day today. All right. That was fun. I think that's the first interview I've ever done with a hip-hop artist, Muggsy Brady. Very interesting young man. Very interesting Young man, I'm going to close out today's episode with his track, My Journey. I really love this song. Check it out. Very good hip-hop rap music. Not music. Music! Of course it's music. Not music. Music's what you hear in the elevator. All right, this is My Journey from Muggsy Brady. Thanks so much for listening. And until next week, be good to each other. And I will see you on the boards. Good night, everybody. When I started to rap and I was on this journey, every day I feel like I was learning. You made me feel like my future was burning, but I'm here right now, yeah, I'm worthy. When I started to rap and I was on this journey, every day I feel like I was learning. 
You made me feel like my future was burning But I'm here right now, yeah, I'm worthy Misery is how it started No scenery or harvest I always shred a tear or heartless Pain became a darkness Hit me when I was 15 Had no future, had no dream Until everyone pushed me in between That hip-hop, yeah, was my scene I found something to find myself To get me out of this living hell I got back up, come on, when I fell I felt that I had to shine within Show the world that I was ready to begin Almost about to be given in Until hip-hop gave me a new beginning When I started to rap and I was on this journey Every day I feel like I was learning You made me feel like my future was burning But I'm here right now, yeah, I'm worthy When I started to rap and I was on this journey Every day I feel like I was learning You made me feel like my future was burning Like my future was burning But I'm here right now, yeah, I'm worried